Well, blessings and glory, honor belongs to Jesus Christ, our soon coming king. This is Elder Robert Queen of the Overflow Ministries broadcast here on Spotify and available on all podcast platforms of your choice. You can receive this message and all other titles of these great encouraging quotes and sermonettes on Spotify and anchor.com. And you can go onto the website to our Facebook page at Now Media and see a lot of things that's going on with this broadcast and so much more with Now. Listen, I want to encourage you this morning that a miracle is waiting for you. A miracle with your name on it. I'm going to share a passage of scripture that I read in prayer this morning, February the 17th, 2023. We are in the new year. We're in the fresh course of the year. Some of us, many of us, of course, have been fasting and praying and consecrating and refreshing our minds, our spirits, our souls, our bodies. And so this year, I believe God is going to do supernatural things. We've all, uh, we've all seen it in the first course of the year with NFL pro uh, DeMar, whom God raised up miraculously off the football field. Many controversial things are going on now with that story, but the story has not changed that Jesus is still the ultimate miracle worker. I don't care what story changed. I don't care what political reformation has put out in any articles. My subjection has not changed that Jesus is yet the ultimate miracle worker. And not only God wants to show the church that he's still a miracle worker in which we're supposed to believe anyway. He wants to show the world that I'm God. I just believe that miracles are going to happen more now for the world and not only for the church. We're the ones that are supposed to be the frontliners to present Jesus Christ to the world for miracles. We are the ones that's supposed to have the faith that Jesus talked about in Mark 4 that we're going to read in a minute. That the faith of a grain of a mustard seed is all you need to please God in the kingdom of God. So why is it that we still struggle in our faith in the Christendom? How is it that the world can applaud Jesus as the ultimate miracle worker? He, wrote, he raised up that young man and God miraculously did a wonder in him in less than 24 hours. But we're still struggling as Christians in our faith of what God can do. Let's look at Mark, the fourth chapter. I'm just going to read this passage, Mark 4 and 30. It says, again, he said, what shall we say? The kingdom of God is like. Or what parable shall we use to describe it? It is like a mustard seed, which is the smallest of all seeds on earth. Yet when planted, it grows and becomes the largest of all garden plants with such big branches that the birds can perch in itself. And I'm telling you, Jesus shared this passage, this parable with his disciples and those he taught about the mustard seed because he wanted them to be reminded of how we are to please God in the kingdom with faith the size of a mustard seed. You saw everybody on social media talking about that that young football player. Lord, raise him up. Lord, give him a miracle. Give him a miracle. Let Let the world see a miracle. Let the world see that you're real. Let the world see that you're alive. Let the world see that you can do all things possible. It wasn't by happenstance. It wasn't the doctors. It was God himself that did that miracle. So why do we still have trouble with our faith? 
The first point of your miracle is recognizing that Jesus is passing by. <laughs> Glory to God. That is the first point of recognizing your miracle. Jesus is present. In Mark 5, he gives his demonstrations and miracles by raising the damsel out of her sleep. In their phrase, she was dead by uh, raising Lazarus from the dead in the next chapters or so. In that same scene of healing the woman with the issue of blood for 12 years, in that same scene, Jesus Christ was about his father's business. And these people heard he was passing by these characters and they pushed their weight on Jesus Christ. That means they pushed their faith on him. Jairus was astonished. He was, he, was, he was puzzled at what was happening back home. How did Jairus have faith? Elder Queen, let me tell you how he had faith. Because he had faith enough to stop Jesus and tell him, come see about my daughter. How do you know that the woman of Israel blood had faith enough to? Because she stopped Jesus by touching his cloth the hem of his garment, the edge of his cloth, and said, if I just touch him, I'll be healed. How do you know that? How do you know that they had a little faith in Jesus when he raised Lazarus from the dead? Well, they approached him and told him what happened. And so they said, if you would have been here, he wouldn't have died. They had a little faith to know if he was there, he would have raised him up. Why is it? In Christendom today, let's fast forward to 2023. Why is it so hard that you believe that Jesus can show up? Why is it hard? Why is it doubtful? If you abide in me and my word abides in you, you can ask what you will. That's what the word says. So why is it so hard for us to adapt to the miracles of Jesus Christ? Even if it's a small thing, even if it's a heavy thing, and many of us, have gone through so much over the years and it seems like, oh, Lord, I've been going through that too long. I don't think God going to do that. Well, the woman with the issue of blood was going through that for 12 years and she saw Jesus and saw the miracle and got her miracle. When you see or hear Jesus passing by, you can be at a revival. That's why you don't take Sunday mornings for granted. You can be at a church service. You can be at a conference. Uh, at, at this rate where we're going now in Christendom, they have a lot of conferences and revivals and encounters and prayer services going on. Don't lose the focus that Jesus can show up when you hear him come by. When you hear the master passing by, he can show up and give you an unexpected miracle when you're expecting one. My God. That's my encouragement to you today. When you hear of him passing by. This topic of this uh, podcast broadcast today is called a shared miracle. Why do you call it that, Elder Queen? Because Jesus, alongside of being about his father's business, was stopped every which way. The woman with the issue of blood stopped him, Jarius stopped them. He still stopped them. Come on. We got to keep going, Jesus. Uh, the, the man who was delivered from the spirits of legion, uh, Jesus had stopped in his way. How do you know that this miracle was shared? Because it was all done nearly at the same time. Jesus shared the time of miracles with the people of God that shared their faith with him. You have to share your faith with Jesus in order for him to share a miracle with you. It's like a trade-off. If you don't have nothing for him, he don't have nothing for you. Well, God can do it. He, God can do it even if you have no faith. Even if you, yeah, that's true. He can come 
come through and show you he's God, but you have to show him, God, I believe this. I want this bad enough. You've got to come through for me. If you really want a miracle from the Lord, your paraphrase and your excitement, your jubilation to God is not going to be silent. It's not going to be quiet. When the man called out, Jesus, thy son of David, have mercy on me. He wasn't quiet then. He was loud. The audience in the crowd said, be quiet, hush, he's on his business, he's doing things, don't call on Jesus like that. When you need God to show up for you and you hear him passing by, Lord Jesus, come see about me. Even if you don't have a voice to cry out, the woman with the issue of blood for 12 years said, now I know he's here, so if I touch him, hallelujah to God. If I can't say a word, I'll just touch him. How do you touch him? Through prayer, through your faith. Through your request, making it known unto God, I need something from you and I know you're going to do it immediately. The woman was healed from all of her infirmities over 12 years of bleeding. I'm telling you, the same miracles that Jesus did before is the same miracles he's going to do today. There is no exceptions. The only thing is. Got to have faith the size of a mustard seed. Now, a mustard seed is really small in your hand. I, I have one, and a mustard seed is very, very, very small. I have one in a little glass container, a little glass bottle uh, that was given to me from, uh, I forgot, my, either my godfather in the ministry, but uh, his church was in consecration one year, many years ago, and they was passing out little glass bottles. I mean, little bottles. And I thought they was passing out sand or something like that or, you know, blessed oil. But in the bottle, it had a little mustard seed in there. And that seed, it's so small, you can barely fit it in the tip of your fingernails. It's very small, but if you plant the seed in the ground, it's going to be one of the largest plants that have ever grown. No wonder why Jesus used that parable. You have to have faith as the size of a mustard seed. It's small. But it'll grow. <laughs> My faith ain't always large and I ain't always hyped up. Well, I know God going to do it for me. I know he's going to come through. Sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm little of it. And that's what he used in the parable about the miracles he worked. The woman with the issue of blood had little faith. She said, now, I know I've been going through this for 12 years. But if, he just, if, if I just touch him, I just got that little faith. If I just touch Jesus, he's going to touch me. If Jesus come raise my daughter up. I know she's already drained out and dehydrated and dead, as we suppose. But if he just come in this room, he ain't really got to touch her. Just come in the room and he'll raise her up just by his presence. Jesus wants us to have that same faith in him. Lord, I know my situations and my obstacles is not where they should be right now. Lord, I know I've been going through this for so long. This is years and years of piled up situations, piled up struggles. I just don't see how I'm going to come out of this, Lord. But I do know one thing. You're going to bring me out. That's the only way Jesus can share a miracle with you. If you give him something to work with. You're moaning and complaining and you're groaning and you're, uh, uh, you're complaining and you're, you're griping. That's what I want to say. And your situations that are with you, you're just, just studying. Just, Lord, I just don't understand. You're complaining a lot about it. But Jesus wants you to stop moping. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. Stop moping about it 
and ask him what you, you want. Pastor Ricky Rush has a book out and years ago and I had the book and the book was entitled, What Do You Want? How Can I Serve You? And this book entails a waiter or a waitress coming to your table and asking you, what is it that I can serve you with? Now, let me let me just give you this. I think I'm like this, too. We don't like to wait too long. If I go inside of a restaurant and I'm sitting there for more than five to ten minutes and you're serving everybody else. Oh, that's racial profiling. Oh, you make me wait in here a long time. Oh, that's bad customer service. No, they just have to deal with what they're dealing with. They have other people that have sat at the the table before you or they have may have been ready. Uh Uh-oh, they may have been ready. The waiter has probably came to you. Are you ready to order? Not yet. But they're ordering and they're getting their food. Well, because you aren't ready yet. They know what they want. Glory to God. Jesus wants you to be ready and know what you want when you call them. Hallelujah. That's the shared miracle. That's the miracle that he wants you to have. He wants you to have exactly what you want. But you got to know what you want and when you want it. He's ready to do it. You can't keep telling that waiter, give me a second, give me a second, give me a second. I don't know. I don't know yet. I'm waiting on somebody. And in this season, in this time, it's time out for us waiting on people to get the miracle and the blessing that we want. It is time for you to accelerate in your faith and let God know I'm not waiting no more. I'm not waiting no more. I'm not waiting no more. I need you to do it. I'm ready to order. I'm ready to order my food. How would you like it? Well done. (laughs) That's what I want to encourage you today. A shared miracle from Jesus Christ. Use the faith that God has given to you. Stop waiting around. Use the faith that God has given to you. Father, thank you for this word today. I pray, God, that someone has heard this word and will use it to their advantage. That I've got to get this miracle from Jesus. I can't be scared. I can't be timid. I have got to use the mustard seed faith that God has already put inside of me. It will grow when I use it. It will grow when I water it. It will grow when I plant it. I have got to use this seed of faith. It's the smallest thing inside of me, but it will make such a big difference if I use this seed for God's glory. I plant my life today in the hands of God. Hallelujah. And I say, God, take control of my life with everything. I got faith to know that whatever you're going to do in my life, it shall be well. In Jesus name. Thank you for the miracles today, God. Thank you for those that will receive a miracle. Thank you for those that have asked for a miracle. And suddenly, hallelujah, hallelujah, immediately we will receive our miracles And we thank you for it right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, my brothers and sisters, God bless you. I pray that that word has blessed you as much as it has blessed me during my prayer time. And we're going to come and do a lot more of these um, episodes of encouragement and word here on the Overflow broadcast, the Overflow Ministries with yours truly, Elder Robert Queen. I celebrate 16 years of being a called evangelist. Uh, I was licensed in the Church of God in Christ at age 17 as a young minister in 2006. 
And this year, I celebrate 16 years as an evangelist in the Lord's Church, uh, not just in the denomination Reformation, but in a calling. I celebrate uh, these 16 years evangelizing, uh, not just in a church building, but outside. I'm getting ready to go back into street ministry. God is calling me to do more street revivals Sunday morning, uh, 7 o'clock a.m., I believe, uh, in, during the pandemic in 2020, I was outside speaking and preaching God's word before I went to church at 7 o'clock in the morning. People were coming and they were out there on the streets. And I was preaching the gospel for three years. I've done that all the way up until 2022. And God has blessed every season. So in springtime, I believe in April, I'm going to come back and we're going to do some planning and you'll hear about it on social media about us going back on the streets and we're going to take this podcast with us because we are going to win souls to the kingdom this year. And I'm telling you, evangelism is one of the greatest, is one of the greatest positions to ever be in to evangelize to the world. That's what Jesus did. He was about his father's business. That means he was evangelizing to a lost world. That's what we need our gospel carriers. God bless you and his peace be with you is our prayer. This is Elder Robert Queen of the Overflow Ministries broadcast on Spotify and your other podcast platforms. God bless you.